A reading from Hosea. When Israel was a child, I loved him, and out of Egypt I called my son. The more I call them, the more they went from me. They kept sacrificing to the Baals and offering incense to idols. Yet it was I who taught Ephraim to walk. I took them up in my arms, but they did not know that I healed them. I led them with cords of human kindness, with bands of love. I was to them like those who lift infants to their cheeks. I bent down to them and fed them. They shall return to the land of Egypt, and Assyria shall be their king, because they have refused to return to me. The sword rages in their cities. It consumes their oracle priests and devours because of their schemes. My people are bent on turning away from me. To the Most High they call, but he does not raise them up at all. How can I give you up, Ephraim? How can I hand you over, O Israel? How can I make you like Adma? How can I treat you like Zeboim? My heart recoils within me. My compassion grows warm and tender. I will not execute my fierce anger. I will not again destroy Ephraim, for I am God and no mortal, the Holy One in your midst, and I will not come in wrath. They shall go after the Lord who roars like a lion. When he roars, his children shall come trembling from the west. They shall come trembling like birds from Egypt and like doves from the land of Assyria. And I will return them to their homes, says the Lord. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Colossians. If you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of the Lord of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not things that are on earth, for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever in you is earthly, fornication, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming on those who are disobedient. These are the ways you also once followed when you were living that life. 
But now you must get rid of all such things, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and abusive language from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have stripped off the old self with its practices and have clothed yourself with the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge according to the image of its creator. In that renewal there is no longer Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, and free, but Christ is all and in all. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the family inheritance with me. He said to him, Friend, who sent me to be a judge or arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Take care. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed for one's life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. <clears throat> then he told them a parable. The land of a rich man produced abundantly, and he thought to himself, what should I do? For I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build larger ones, and there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, you fool, this very night your life is being demanded of you. And the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So it is with those who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich toward God. The Gospel of the Lord. It is impossible for us today to hear our readings against anything other than the backdrop of Gilroy, El Paso, and now Dayton. Perhaps speaking most directly to that is the words of the prophet Hosea, who talks about a sword in the middle of the city bringing death and destruction. Hosea is wrestling with an ancient problem for the human family, and it is a problem that is as much spiritual as it is anything else. The ancient gods to whom Hosea refers, the Baals, if you will, fall into a large bucket of deities of ancient times who had a number of patterns in common but perhaps most salient for us this day 
is that they all demanded some level of human sacrifice. By the time of Hosea, it was probably simply a sacrifice of labor, but deep in the primordial memory was literal human sacrifice. These were gods who were jealous for human attention, and they demanded life, and they commanded violence. And it was thought by their priests that by negotiating with them, we might be able to bargain our lives and forestall death itself. This pact with human sacrifice and with death is still very much with us if we have eyes to see it in our society, even now, 30 centuries perhaps, after Hosea. We make pacts with death. And in doing so, we often sell our souls. Hosea and the other ancient prophets saw this problem and the way that the Israelites abandoned their God and followed after them. Now, the expectation was that their God, Yahweh, would act like all the other gods, with wrath, anger. And sometimes they write about that expecting Yahweh to be like all the other gods they know. A god who acts out of violence and vengeance, who is jealous for selfish reasons, for the love of his people. But Hosea stumbles onto something today that is truly extraordinary and critically important for us to understand. It is the aha moment for the ancient prophets, and it is the aha moment that provides the foundation for what Jesus is trying to tell us, even in his hard reading today, his hard teaching about greed. That is, ours is not ultimately a God of wrath and jealousy like all the other gods, like all the idols that we follow. Ours is a God who wants us back because God wants to give us life. Jesus gives us a hard teaching about greed because Jesus knows how we are captivated with our own negotiations with death. And I don't have to tell you, we play this game every day. We store up, just as the rich man did, in our metaphorical barns, if not our literal ones. We plan for the future. And in a way, we think we are making a bargain with death. We as a country have done this for a long time as well. We think we can build walls to keep the problems out. We forget to look within. We think we can export our violence overseas and keep peace at home. But the free flow of arms comes back to haunt us. We think we can farm things out and say, well, these people are sick when in fact the illness is shared by all of us. Our society is ill, not with a new illness, but with the same old one that Hosea is struggling with. 
And that is that we think we can make a pact with death, with the bowels and the Molochs of our time. And then we think we can protect ourselves by arming ourselves to the teeth. Of course, we can't. God, the good news this day is, even in dark times, God wants better for us, for our children, and for their children as well. The hard question before us today is the same question that Hosea puts before the ancient Israelites. Will we turn? Will we turn away from our pacts with the gods of death and violence? We turn towards the one who offers us life itself. It's a hard question. And it has no easy answers. And it means we have to do more than pray. We have to act in ways that God is calling us in our prayer life to act. We have to offer ourselves anew to one another. We have to take risks again. We have to open our gates and our barns and our storehouses and all the things we use to shield ourselves from what we think is the world out there. Because God has called us to a new way of Hosea is reminding us, and Jesus is reminding us, that we belong to God, not to ourselves. And if we belong to a God who loves us, then we discover we belong to one another. And everything is different. Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing community welcoming those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You may reach us by phone at 415-388-1907, search for us online, or visit our website at OurSaviorMillValley.org. We wish you God's peace. We hope to greet you in person very soon.